Let's Talk, the Bible Fellowship Church devotional designed to make sure that you have the spiritual nourishment that you need during this difficult time of COVID-19 social distancing. Today, we're going to look at Matthew 9, verses 35 through 10, verse 1. And the word of the Lord says this, And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And he called to him his twelve disciples, and he gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every affliction. This is the word of the Lord. We want to examine today Christ's compassion for a hurting world. The Lord Jesus has compassion on the world we live in. We're living in a time of great confusion and chaos. If you haven't noticed, you must not be paying attention. Charles Dickens began one of his novels with the memorable lines, It was the best of times, and it was the worst of times. Perhaps like me, you'll find that a fair description of the days that we're living through. Troubles aren't new, of course. Our Lord Jesus observed the same sort of thing around him during his time on earth. In the verses that we have before us, we can notice four things about Jesus' reaction to his times that may help us in our reaction to the times that we live in. We notice, first of all, that Jesus knew the world that he lived in. Verse 35 tells us that he traveled through his world in the course of his daily business. Christ's business was teaching and preaching and healing, and he went out into the world to do that. He went through all the villages. He visited the synagogues. He was in contact with people. Jesus had real-world experience of people. He knew their pain. He knew their suffering. He knew what was going on around him in his days. He was not, as so many of us seem to be, sequestered away, observing life from the quiet of his home, mesmerized by the evening news, outraged at the latest outrage, shocked, by the descent of man into moral darkness. No. Jesus was out among those who were hurting. Secondly, Jesus felt compassion for the hurting people around him. What he saw moved him. He was not isolated from people's pain. He was not emotionally stoic in his witness of the confusion and chaos of his own day, as so many of us seem to be in our troubled day. It meant something to him that those around him were suffering, were hurting, and he moved to take action in the face of fallen man's sinfulness and suffering. And that's the third thing we notice. What was his response? He urged his disciples to pray. This is a good reminder that prayer ought always to be our first response to human suffering. When someone like George Floyd is killed, we ought to pray. When COVID-19 sweeps 110,000 of our fellow citizens into eternity, we ought to pray. When public officials shamelessly seek their own interest ahead of the interests of the people, our first response ought to be prayer. Jesus instructed his disciples to pray. What should they pray for? He suggested that they needed to pray for mercy to be ministered to a hurting world 
through workers sent out with the good news. And of course, that's not all he had compassion. His compassion moved him to do. The fourth thing we notice is that Jesus empowered his disciples to be the answer that hurting humanity needed. He gave them authority. He gave them power. Jesus' compassion moved him into action beyond mere observation. I think the body of Christ needs a dose of Matthew 9, 35 through 10, 1 today, don't you? The world around us seems to be on fire. Are we doing anything about it? I'm not talking about merely voting our values. Anyone who's paid serious attention to their Bibles knows that that's a dead end. But when our hearts are moved by compassion to the extent that we fall to our knees asking God's mercy for the people of our hurting world, when we step outside of our doors determined to live and share the good news, when we open our eyes to see the real suffering that's going on all around us and to feel its weight, then we are following in the footsteps of the Master. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, grant us to see our world through your eyes of compassion. Grant us to pray mercy for our world through the indwelling power of the Spirit. And grant us the personal power to rise up and rescue the perishing. We ask these things for the praise of your glory. Amen. Well, join us here Monday through Friday for more devotionals from BFC Pastoral Staff. And join us Sunday for our online services and now for our on-site services. Please visit our website, bfcsebring.com, for more resources and to examine our protocols for our Sunday on-site services. Follow us on Facebook, BFC Family, for service updates and other helpful articles. Thanks for joining us again today. Stay safe.